Hi, all. Welcome to Governing the Heartland. We're a podcast for a community of people that care about local government. Although federal politics remain as important as ever, the people that affect your day-to-day life, you probably don't hear from that much. We're here to change that. So follow along with us as we tell you more about local government and introduce you to the people that are affecting more than you know right now. So we've got a bit of a short recording for you guys today. This is... um, Former mayor of Independence, Mayor Eileen Ware. She was a she's a longtime public servant, as you're here, and she has a really interesting take on what she was trying to do for independence and what her legacy was and what she thinks might be stopping people from running. So I'm gonna go ahead and let this episode go all the way through. Um, so you can just listen to Eileen and, and her experience. So Eileen, we are so grateful to have you on. Um, so really excited that you uh, agreed to come and chat. And I would love to just get started by giving you a chance to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your involvement in the independence community. Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate the chance to be here. Um My name is Eileen Weir, and I am the immediate past mayor of the city of Independence as of April when the election took place. So I served as mayor for the city of Independence for eight years. Prior to being mayor, I was on the city council for two years. So I was first elected in 2012 to a four-year term in the fourth district um, city council seat. The way our elections are organized. We have elections alternating years every two years. So the district races are um, on one cycle and then the mayor and the two at-large council members are on the other cycle. So um, Mm -hmm. two years after I was elected to the city council, I ran for mayor and was elected to mayor. So I left that uh, seat a vacancy in that seat that was later filled. So all in all, I served on the city council for 10 years. Um, and uh, this past election, I um, was involved with a, let's see, seven uh, person primary election, six or wow. seven people. I came in second in the primary election, which advanced me to the general election in April. But uh, between that time, I uh, announced that I would not be uh, proceeding with my campaign and that I was um, essentially withdrawing from the race. Um, Although my name did appear on the ballot in April, I had announced that I would uh, not seek the position of mayor for a third term. Wow. Well, thanks for just getting us started with, um, you know, such a, you know, straightforward run through of your past with, um, in independence. Um, you definitely have a really unique perspective and I was really excited to get the chance to interview you and talk to you because it's unique. You know, we've never had someone on that has served has, and then has gone through like such specific different campaign experiences. And I want to get into that in just a little bit later on, but I want to go back to kind of the source, you know, why did you choose to first get involved? You know, those years ago when you first chose to run for the city council, um, what inspired you? What made you think, you know, I want to run. I think it should be me. Um, well, I think I, I should probably 
go back to my youth growing up. I grew up in Binghamton, New York. My parents were always very involved with civic activities. Um, They were, my father's career was in downtown redevelopment until he retired both in Binghamton, New York. And then later when I was in high school, we moved to St. Petersburg, Florida, and my father was involved with downtown redevelopment in both of those cities. Um, So it was just always sort of a part of my life and certainly my grandparents and um, my aunts and uncles were always very interested in current events and politics. And these were the things that I grew up that were discussed around the dinner table and in conversations and you know, watching the news and reading the paper every day and kind of keeping abreast of what was happening in our local communities and, you know, just on in uh, national and state politics as well. So it, it was just the way I was raised and a part of a big part of my upbringing and my experience. And um, then when We moved to Independence in 2000. My husband and I um, were married and lived in Kansas City. And then in 2000, we bought his grandparents' home and moved to Independence, where he was born and raised. And we were very involved. We were, my husband's business was in primarily in Independence. And he was on the Chamber of Commerce board and involved with that. I became involved with some civic organizations and some volunteer organizations and independents. And um, then I started getting involved with some political campaigns. My background is in public relations and communications. So I was identified as somebody in town who could be helpful in creating political campaigns which I did for some issues that we passed here in Independence. And then um, after that, involved with some candidate campaigns for city council and school board. And just became sort of familiar with that process. And I learned a lot from people about how to put together a campaign, how to pass a referendum item, how to um, be get elected as a candidate. So in 2012, there was a vacancy on the city council in my district. And honestly, I was looking along with some other people for a candidate that, to support and help to put together a su- successful campaign. And I just wasn't finding anybody that I was really interested in working to get elected. And it was really my husband who one evening we were sitting in the kitchen um, after he got home from work talking about it. And he said, well, it's going to have to be you. And I said, yeah, Yeah. I guess it is. I mean, I guess that's what's, um, I guess it is going to have to be me. And uh, so, you know, I consulted with some people and decided that I wanted to run and for that vacant seat. Um, Good for you. 
Yeah. So it's nice to have that support behind you too. Uh, you know, when someone close to you says run, I think. Yes. Yes. It was nice. And, um, there, and I really got on the city council. I had, like I said, I'd been involved with a lot of different projects and, and things around the city and was pretty familiar with a lot of the city staff and, uh, you know, some of the the projects that were being pursued in the city. Um, but I really wanted to advocate for my area of town. I mean, the district that I was elected to represent, um, which at that time and continues to be an area that has seen very little investment, um, very little development. And um, I wanted to, you know, bring some of those um, investments and some of that attention to some of the needs that are in the area of town where I live. Mm -hmm. And not long after I got onto the council, I realized that our city as a whole was missing out on tremendous opportunity. Mm. I, at the time, I um, there was a lot happening around the Kansas City area. Um, Kay Barnes was mayor in Kansas City and was developing the Power and Light District. Um, Carol Marinovich was mayor and developing the legends and the unified Wyandotte County system was new and, and developing. Um, Peggy Dunn and Lee Wood was developing town center. Um, mm -hmm. and Karen Messerly, who was in Lee Summit was doing a lot of retail development in Lee Summit as well, which is you know, interesting that for those four women were doing so much in development in those areas at that time. And independence wasn't really a part of that. We had done some really nice retail development um, that was being very successful, but we just didn't seem to be getting the same sort of opportunities that I thought others around us we're getting. And I didn't understand why that was. We're the fifth largest at the time. We were the fourth largest city in the state. So that's really why I ran for mayor. That's a really interesting background too. And I have to say, I like hearing about all the different, you know, female mayors that were making such um, strides in their communities. So yeah, you mentioned, um, you know, the different developments that were going up. Um, and, and, and how that kind of crafted your decision to move from city council to mayor. Um, you know, I'd love to kind of open the floor to give you a chance to talk about, you know, what do you maybe still see as a pressing issue in the community? Or if there's one thing, you know, while you were currently serving as mayor, city council member, that was something you really pushed for. Um, and, and I know you mentioned the development, so perhaps that's kind of was the, the main focus. But just want to open the floor for you to share some things you felt like were really big frontline um, issues for, you know, Missouri independent residents and Missourians. Um, and yeah, I guess getting from your perspective, what you see as really pressing right now. Well, I'm very pleased that the city council recently approved a development agreement with North Point Development 
for a extremely large commercial industrial development in independence. Um, oh, that's great. Yes. So it was just, um, they had a little ceremony yesterday where the mayor and the city council, um, you know, signed some agreements to really launch that and start being able to break ground on the buildings that they have planned. It's estimated to be about an $800 million project and anticipated upwards of 500 new jobs coming into our community, developing along the Little Blue Parkway in Eastern Independence. And that was my number one goal the entire 10 years that I served on the council was bringing that type. I never dreamed it could be of that scale. Um, when I started working with our economic development corporation on this, um, when I first came into office on the city council in 2012, but we just lacked the product that industry was looking for. And we were seeing it again, develop around us and not here. And it was really putting us at a competitive disadvantage with our neighbors to be able to attract those jobs. We, this, this data might be a little bit outdated, but, um, you know, in the last and this was before COVID, but I'm sure it hasn't changed a whole lot, that only about 10% of our working population go to work in independence. They leave, that means, you know, 90% of working people who live, call independence home, are leaving the city every day to go to work. Um, Mm. Whether that's in Johnson County, Kansas City, other parts of Eastern Jackson County. Um, and that takes a toll on your community. Um, when you're trying to attract people to, to live here, to invest here, there has to be the jobs here to support them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we have a very strong workforce, which is one of the primary reasons why North Point chose to come here and see if they could do a development here mm-hmm. because the studies that they did on our workforce and what we have available here. So creating those jobs here in Independence was my primary goal the entire 10 years that I served. And I'm really, really pleased that that You're leaving that as a legacy. I pivot just a little bit, just again, because you have such a unique experience. And, you know, I I do think some people listen to this podcast that have thought about running for office or are interested in running for office. And I was just wondering if you could take, you know, a little bit of time to to talk a little bit about, you know, what the campaign experience is like, you know, is it even, is it obviously, you know, you found a way to make it work, but I think it can be really daunting to, to, to people, to an average citizen. It can be very daunting. So would love to just kind of hear you talk a little bit about your campaign experience and maybe what you would say to someone that's thinking about it, but is uh, nervous because of the campaign requirements. 
Well, it's a big job. I mean, there's no mm-hmm. doubt about that. And I was very fortunate when I decided to run for city council the first time that I had worked on other people's campaigns. So I had a firsthand knowledge of front row seat, so to speak, as to what you have to do and Mm -hmm. what it requires. So I would always encourage people, whether they're thinking about running themselves someday or not, volunteer for, for a campaign and just see what it's like. Thank you so much for coming to talk to us today. I'm really excited um, just for people to get to hear your unique perspective and specifically the different things you've done in independence. Um, We've done a lot of coverage in Kansas City, so excited to um, kind of break out of that mold a little bit. Um, Thank you again so much for coming on. and I hope you guys enjoyed hearing from Eileen. Just for your awareness, Eileen was replaced with Uh, new mayor Rory Rowland on April 5th, 2022. And she speaks a little bit on that North Point development. Um, There was a little bit of controversy around that, around the tax abatement practices. Um, So I just encourage everyone to remember to, you know, keep an eye out and pay attention to your voting for in the elections. And at the same time, um, you know, be grateful for the people that have chosen to spend a lot of time in public service. And, you know, think about what Eileen said about, you know, if you're ever thinking of running, volunteer for a campaign. As always, guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to rate and subscribe on whatever app you use to listen and follow us on Instagram at Governing the Heartland. Until next time.